Welcome to Life and Shenanigans. I am your co-host, Judy. And I'm your co-host, Waldette. And we are excited to be here. Thank you for joining us again on the show where we'll talk about real life and its shenanigans. And you'll hear authentic, relatable, informative, and uplifting conversations. This is our second full episode. We're really glad that you could join us. And we are looking forward to just kind of going through um, this journey with you. So today we are continuing um, our mini series on how to live your best, best life. life. Yes. And in this particular episode, um, we're going to talk about we're going to talk about self-care. More specifically, how to be, be your, your own best, best friend. friend. So Without further ado, what debt kick us off? Actually, let's do a quick recap though, right? Uh, from the last episode where we left off. Yes, that is such a good decision. So we actually had um, male input because we really wanted feedback from the guys. We were talking about why quality friends matter. Yeah. yeah. And one of the things that we're curious about is, well, do guys, you know, go through the same, um, I guess, decision-making points um, when they are selecting or seeking or establishing quality, good quality friendships. friendships. Yes. And we had back Listen, from, the guys came through. They did. The guys they came did. through. They did not disappoint. <laughs> it was so exciting, too, to just yeah. get male feedback just because um, it's really important to us, even as we talk about life and all its shenanigans, yeah. that we are having an equal balance um, of pretty just, just differing points of views um because i think it's important right and from real people exactly real people so um we will call him mr d Mm -hmm. um and he came through and one of the questions we had asked was hey are guys open to being vulnerable because that's something that when you have an inner circle of friends that you do and one of the things that he did say is you know for him it's very difficult like he's not Um, vulnerable it's not something that he grew up doing or being or even being allowed to be Um, and the only person you know he doesn't open up the only person he really um, who really knows him now is his wife and sees that and sees that side of him which I thought was super interesting Um, and huge just because I was like well why do you think that is? And we went, you know, kind of into the whole fact of backgrounds, right? Yeah. You and I grew up in African homes, yeah. you know, so, um, and it can be a little difficult um, for us, at least when I was growing up, we really didn't have the, um, and I know this is true of a lot of some of, of, of my other friends, we didn't have the, you know the the privilege mm-hmm. of being you know being able to be soft and like vulnerable and sharing and whatever matter of fact you're like don't talk about your business don't mm-hmm. tell anybody yeah. what's going on out there not that there was anything bad going on but right. just one of those things where you know again apparently there were quite some messy people out there okay. and so the information had to be kept intact because otherwise people you know just malicious people out there yeah and not just even malicious, like you just never know who's out there. And so it was really interesting hearing these, um, you know, feedback on how really the environment and has really impacted or really, well, has really impacted him and really impacts other people depending on how you grew up. And I think it's great that he found that solace though in his wife. Yes. 
Yes. How awesome is that? That is super awesome. And I think that kind of speaks to, you know, the role that people play in relationships. And if guys look for that when they're dating and yes. seeking a wife. Seeking, you are know, they looking for that vulnerable space. Exactly. Well? Someone who that they can really relate to and right. someone who can, they can be their authentic selves with. Well, I think we just did a sneak peek, though, to our upcoming episodes, didn't we? Yes, we did. That is a sneak peek. As well, that said, we will have, um, in the next mini-series, we're really going to be talking about um, dating and relationships. So stay tuned. Make sure you hit subscribe, hit follow, so that you're able to be notified when we have the next topic coming up, the next episode. Um, so, well, let's get into it, right? Yeah, self-care. How do you love yourself? What is it that you mean when you're talking about self-care? What are, you, what are we talking about? I think we have to also address some of the barriers. We can kind of knock that down. That In terms of peace of mind and self-care, we want to make sure that we don't let our economics determine our ability to provide self-care to ourselves and peace of mind and cultivating that quiet space. You know, that's so important and so... So true, because I feel like, I think when people think self-care, they really think that that's something out of reach. Mm-hmm. Like self-care is like either going to a yoga retreat or self-care right. is going in and shopping and buying bath bombs and things that can be kind of a little bit out of reach for some people. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, the truth of the matter is I think there are lots of ways that you can start in small in- increments, mm-hmm. right? Start in small increments um, to where you're able to cultivate a space of peace. You know, you mentioned something um, a little bit earlier in a different conversation. You were saying, how do you eat an elephant? I mean, I mean, personally, <laughs> I, I said one bite. I mean, like, <laughs> that's the kind of belly I have. But, yes. you know, um, you were saying... One bite at a time. One bite at a time. One bite at a time. So small things. Yeah. There are small things that you can do that can really help you create and cultivate that space of peace for yourself, right? And I think, um, you know, I mean, I have some examples of people who've really been radical about um, steps that they take, but I'm curious, what do you do for Mm. you? Oh, we're getting personal. Well, yes, we are getting personal. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Honestly, though, for me, I am intentional about waking up slow. Okay. So first thing in the morning, I take those first few minutes to be present in that moment, recognize the new day, and um, what's my plan for it? Like, what do I want? Mm-hmm. first thing in the morning so I'm not a hustle and bustle rush around in the mornings on purpose oh wow must be nice <laughs> <laughs> no I say that because I... <laughs> must be nice to just be able to have the ability no yeah. really I say that, like, on a serious note, because, yeah. you know, I have kids. Yeah. Like, that sounds like heaven to me. I'm like, wait, what do you mean? You mean you just uh, wake up and you slowly come awake? Like, what is that? That looks like a movie. It sounds like a movie. Welcome. Welcome. Hey. To my retreat. 
Is that your retreat? That's, retreat. That's your personal <laughs> daily retreat. Yes, hey, come now. Oh my God. No, seriously, that sounds super amazing. But you know, I'm thinking of it from a mom's perspective. Uh-huh. Um, and not just a mom's, like other people who just have so much yeah. Yeah. Are you saying I'm lazy? Okay, okay. Listen. Okay. Did anybody okay. hear Low me say shame. she's lazy? Low key shame. <laughs> Go, sister, go. No, it's not even about being lazy. I think like that's so beautiful that you are able to do that. But you know what I liked that you said is that you're intentional about it. Because even I with kids, let me tell you what I had to do. I had to do a thing. Hmm. Because I got to a point where I was like, you know what? I am literally scrambling. I'm scrambling. From morning till night, I'm scrambling. Like, I literally feel on edge because I'm just constantly running, Mm. right? And this is true of whether you have kids or whether you don't. If you have a high-pressure job, I mean, I have a brother who used to work, like, 20 hours Mm. a day on Wall Street. You know Mm. what I mean? Like, And that's just crazy to me, right? For me, I have to say, I really became intentional um, a few years ago where I now wake up at 5.30. And you know, I have that perfect internal body clock. <laughs> tell me about Let me tell that, you about tell it. Tell me about this. Hey! <laughs> no, I have like an amazing intention, uh, an amazing internal body clock. I will literally wake up without fail at 5.30 a.m. I don't need anybody to wake me up. I've mm. never needed an alarm. Mm. Like my body just, once I set my mind, I'm going to be waking up this time. Whatever the case, my body clock, you know, it wow. will wake me up. And so I started doing that at 5.30 because usually, um, especially if school, if school is in session, right now we are home, uh, not homeschooling, but remote learning. Yeah. So of course it's different timing wise and whatnot. But when it's not like pre-pandemic, I was still waking up at 5.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I'm very deliberate about that because then I find that I actually have time to wake up before the boys. Yeah. And I can be able to make myself coffee. I can shower. I can be ready. I can check emails, bang out a few. I work with people who are on different time zones in other oh, okay. countries. So it's really important for me to just kind of see, like, you know, just kind of, you know, eyeball and see my emails and see is there anything that needs doing or whatever it is. Um, but even then now, because we're in this pandemic situation, Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, there's a silver lining. Listen, I don't have to wake up that early. I don't have to be up and ready to go that early. So I have become, you know, I have started using that time Mm -hmm. to really do my creative things. (coughs) (coughs) Uh, A matter of fact, to be precise, that is how life and shenanigans is here. Finally. Ah, yes, <laughs> right. thank you. The glow, right. the halo. Exactly. No, because um, because of that, the fact that there is a deliberate set-aside time to really work on, on my personal things, like those passion projects, right. like the things you love, the things I love. Right. Like you're really setting aside time to be able to do that, and that's super important. So I think that's a really great thing when you're talking about starting in small increments. For me, it literally meant, okay, Judy, instead of you waking up at 6.30, you're going to wake up at 5.30, and you're going to take that time for yourself to do the things. That way you're not feeling like you're, you know. So you're sounding like, though, that you're really saying that part of your self-care is self-reflection. Yes, Yes, mm-hmm. self-reflection is huge, mm-hmm. right? Like when I, I and and there are so many places that you can really get to do some self-reflection, right? Places that don't even need money. Yeah. Fontenelle Forest. For those of you who don't know, Miss Wadette is here in 
Omaha, Nebraska. Nebraska. We are recording live from Omaha, Nebraska. Um, And not too far from here, there's a forest. It's called Fontenelle Forest. Across the river, as I call it, is Wabonzi State Park. Beautiful, beautiful, natural places that you can go and really kind of just... You know, think yeah. like sink into yourself. Look into and I, yourself. I think it's really interesting that you haven't taken me to any of those places. Like both of those places that you mentioned, <laughs> we haven't visited. I mean, I've been here two days. Listen, now as and, you all heard, yeah. she eats a whole elephant, <laughs> essentially. So the two places, actually, the three places that we have been, have all been for food. Right? We went to the You're Af- really China. Put me out there like that, yes, right? I like, am. Oh, yes, that's I what am. Doing yes, we are. Okay. 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 I get it. Okay. Oh my god. You set the tone. I got it. So self-reflection for sure. Um, I would say even self-improvement, right? Mm. Um, self-improvement. I I uh, just took a writing workshop. Shout out to Afro Urban Society. Shout out to the best writing workshop teacher I've ever had. Mr. Michael French out of the Bay Area, Oakland, California. Whoop, whoop. I am telling you, that was probably the best thing that I've done wow. for myself. Because I really wanted to learn how to... I know how to write, but I really wanted to just... I don't know. There, were, there was something I was seeking. Right, but it's also good being in that community, that group of people that yes. are doing the same Very thing. Very like-minded, doing yeah. the same thing. People who are in the same space as I am. Right. And, um, you know, it really helps. I will say, though, for people who... Um, I mean, not just that, but pe- for people who um, are struggling, like parents especially. Like, I have a friend who literally takes... Um, both her and a friend, they take mom's vacations. Like, they have gotten to that point where they're like, you know what, Mr. Patna, hey. listen, hey. this is your child, <laughs> okay? This Saturday and Sunday, I will come back on Sunday evening, hmm. but this Saturday, I'm gone, right? Nice. And they literally take their time and they go, and unless someone's hair is on fire, <laughs> do not call me. Like, don't call me. Right. Don't reach me unless someone is dying. Like, it's a life and death situation. And I'm telling you, that you can just see. Like, they just come back so rejuvenated, so... Refreshed. Refreshed. You know what I mean? That's awesome. And I feel like that is so important for you to find it in any way, shape, or form. If you are... You know, again, like, when I was a young mom, I couldn't afford that. Mm-hmm. That was, like, so out of reach. I'm yeah. like, huh? What do you mean? Like, no, that's my money for the metro, right? Like, right. For, my, for my transport. Yeah, I'm not I trying to do, do all that. of that. Yeah. But as time goes on, I really feel like you really have to be very deliberate and very intentional. Right. And really looking. Again, that's self-reflection. Like, what is it that I'm doing with my time? How am I utilizing my time? Prioritizing that time. Figuring out, carving out time for yourself. So I do think it's a journey, though. Um, yes. And it's not, it's not something that maybe you you would just automatically jump into. Mm. So for myself, I'd say that I started out going to the movies by myself mm-hmm. and kind of being comfortable with that, you know, mm-hmm. standing in line, ordering mm. the popcorn, and mm. and do I feel comfortable doing that and yep. figuring that part out, and then I grew to taking trips by myself. So I think that it is something that you have to kind of do in- in- incrementally. Yes, yes. Um, no, I agree. And, you know, to be honest, when I think about... That what you just said about getting comfortable in your own skin mm-hmm. or your own just 
your own space Le- yeah. learning to be comfortable in who like your own personal company that is yeah. something so um it's just something that you really need to kind of grow into for guys i feel like it's much easier because they're used to you know getting being independent being pushed to be independent Definitely. um and i feel like for girls it's just women are just not encouraged to do that right, right. now i will tell you tell me girl listen <laughs> Every single country that allows dancing. <laughs> and I say that because I've been to countries where they're like, no, 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 what? no. Women and men cannot dance. Okay, when you say dancing. when you're dancing, were we twerking? Uh, oh, <laughs> is this a horrible bit? No. What kind of dancing are we talking no, about? No, so I love salsa dancing. Absolutely yeah. love salsa dancing. And I will tell you, it took me years one to learn how to dance but it also took me years to get comfortable within my own skin mm-hmm. i'm not a small girl right i'm not like body wise i'm not i mean i i had two left feet i could dance everything else but when it came to salsa hmm <laughs> let me just tell you yes i'm black but i could not dance I say, like i know as a woman of color I, as a, what i'm telling you i was embarrassing on sisters my goodness ah, my goodness God. But no, I am so much better now. And now that I can dance salsa, I'm telling you, I am addicted to dancing salsa. So when it comes to, again, self-care, right? Like some people prefer machines and uh, (laughs) these things for lifting weights. I don't know what. Or working out. Like that's not me. You won't find. In fact, I have contributed to the success and bottom line of many a gyms. What? You hear me? What? I have been donating my money <laughs> for years. And and recently, a few years ago, I was like, you know what? I'm done with this. Okay. Like, I don't even know why I do this. <laughs> like, I'm literally wasting money. Yeah. And I go for like, I, I, I like the classes, like Zumba classes Zumba, or whatever. Yeah. Girl, I would go for literally, I think like maybe three, four classes. But then I was like, well, what am I doing? I don't like this thing. I don't like sweating like this. Like, granted, I love sweat. I, I sweat already. You know I sweat like crazy. When I'm da- but if I'm dancing, yeah. I'm in such a happier place. Yeah. And literally, I made space and I made time to the point that my kids knew. They're like, Mom, it's Thursday. Are you going to rehab? Uh, rehab was a club. No, I was not, not. Say, uh, my family were talking about something else. But no, hey, I mean, no, that no. works too. Rehab is the name of a club. They're like, Mom, are you going to rehab dancing? To where my kids know. Yeah. Because they see I am so happy yeah. when I come back from dancing. Right. You know, they just know. And that's what, that is what it's about, being happy. Yes. Finding your happy place. Listen, I have cultivated, <laughs> cultivated a space of peace, right? And I started in small increments learning self-reflection like what is it that makes me happy right when do i feel my best mm. what am i my best you know what yeah. i mean and that's really important so you know i do go salsa dancing by myself um i would also say for folks who um you know even as you're on this journey because i think it's it's progressive right like right. i said you really need to start going to the movies by yourself i know that sounds so small right but it's something it's so... Well, it's during hard. this... It's, it's, it's a pandemic now, so you might, maybe you can't do that. movies. But yes. something. You can go out and hike by exactly. yourself if you're into the wilderness and animals Listen, and don't insects. turn your nose up. <laughs> I feel like this is an attack on me. No, it's But I do. I've become a kind of little bit of a, a nature girl in the sense of... 
They have um, something called Rock Creek Park. Yes, the DMV. I remember Rock Creek. So pretty. Yep. There are waterfalls, yes, yes. trails. Beautiful. Super, super nice. So I do like stuff like that. And then we have some water activities like kayaking. And okay, all so you know what? Well. No, man. But, no, I'm not going into the but, water. But, no. But, but, but I think just finding your niche, like finding that thing that you like, that's, that it can't be maybe it's indoors, maybe it's outdoors, maybe it's hiking, maybe it's dancing. Yes. But just that thing where you can... Be free, let loose, yes. chill. Find time. Even watching right. TV, small things like that. Honestly, I had a I had a New Year's resolution like two years to ago. To watch TV? It was to watch more TV. <laughs> I missed watching TVs. Do you You're know the that? only person in the world that would have a re- resolution to watch TV. No, it's I, usually the opposite. No, like, I want to watch more. Even right now, my kids will tell you. Like, yes, we watch movies because we used to do a Friday movie night mm-hmm. um, where you know of course I'll make them watch Naija movies <laughs> yeah. right gotta do the Nollywood yeah. um, keep them cultured right. thank you right. very much right. um, or I would watch like Bollywood movies or Hallmark movies but like watching actual regular TV I, I honestly can't tell you the last time that I watched regular TV but I think we're in a new age now I think we're in the Netflix like no, I don't care about Netflix. Me, I want yeah. to watch, even if it's Netflix, like, yeah. I can't, like, literally, I think House, you mm-hmm. know House, the medical yes, guy, yeah. that is the, the House and The Wire are, like, the only two I have struggled over the years to you watch know, they're, like, seasons. 50 years old. Like, I just, <laughs> are, like... No, but something like that, that's something that someone could say is some, you know, just finding something for themselves. The the key is finding things for yourself. And then when we're talking about loving yourself, we're talking about from the physical to the emotional, definitely to the spiritual. Get it, girl. Listen, Mm. hallelujah. (laughs) Listen, my mom would be very proud that I said spiritual. Um, But I think that really speaks to, I think, that mental health break. Yes. That we all need from that time out. Yeah. Time out. You need a time out from everything and everyone if necessary. Yeah. Sometimes, right? Um, and I don't know. I feel like that's something that's overlooked, but it's so important because you need to be able to retreat into yourself. That's interesting. So how how do you think that works in with the impact of social media today? Um, you know, I feel... So I've, I've recently gone through a retreat of sorts yeah. from, like, the social media thing, yeah. which is really interesting because it was right begin, like at the cusp of launching <laughs> Life and Shenanigans. Right. So I'm like, oh, my God, Judy. Right, like, could this right, be that? Right, could you wait? Right. What's wrong with you? <laughs> ah, jeez. Right. But you know what? I'm glad I did it because I realized that I had moved away from making real connections with people mm-hmm. and I had become a collector of friends, mm, right? Yeah. And not even, like, like, like friends and then acquaintances and just... Just a collector. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, no, I really want to go back. Um, I wasn't happy with who I was becoming. I was allowing myself to be put into this box because of social media. This is who, uh, you know, people expect me to be. But that's not me. You know what I mean? That's not, that's not the essence, the full essence of me. Right. And I was feeling like I couldn't even truly be who I am in all ways. And so I was like, you know what? Time out. I'm taking some time out for myself. Personally, I mean, literally, like, I 
I just went through a purge, a purge. like a super severe purge. Um, I deactivated my Facebook for a while. Yeah. You know, I'm old, old school. So I'm a, I'm, I'm a Facebook head. So I am moving on to Instagram. I'm about to be on Instagram. What do they call them? Instagram slay queen. <laughs> no, I'm going you'll to be, learn. You'll be an IG queen. That's cool. Yes. I think it's necessary though. I think, um, I think at some point we all do need to take a minute to, mm-hmm. I heard someone say, um, to make sure that you do social media, but social media doesn't do you, Ooh, you know? Yes. So to make sure that you're the one in control of it, that it's not controlling you yes. and determining your likes and dislikes. Yes. And that you're ahead of it and not being a, a slave to it to a certain degree. That is so true. And like literally a whole, whole episode on its own. Okay, exactly. Right? Because I really feel like in this day and age, like people get so and trapped and mired into the whole social media thing that it like it really starts blurring reality yes and you become your own worst critic now you're comparing yourself against the yes. photos you've yes. seen or... and you know what they say comparison is the thief of joy look at you look at me listen second episode second please. proverb like please Come to me. I have nothing but promos. No, seriously. Comparison is the the thief of joy, right? Mm. And that's why I feel like you said, like, some of the things that, you know, something like that, where we are our own worst critic, um, you really need to move away from something like that. And take a step back. Take a step back. If it's social media, if it's messy friends. Messy. Hussies. Shameless. Shameless. Hateful. <laughs> Those type of people, like, really, just take stock. Yeah. Take stock and be honest with yourself. That's it. You know, be honest, honest with, with yourself. yourself. Like, that is so huge. But then, um, you know, we we always say, you know, there are shenanigans. We always get into shit. Miss Wadzia. Hey. Hey. Trap out shenanigans. Trap shenanigans. Omaha, idea for shenanigans. Hey. We will deliver. Tonight, we're going to an amazing white party. All masked up, of course, because is. we are responsible. Yes. We want to be here. Outdoors. Responsible for ourselves and for others. Yeah. Um, but yeah, travel. Those are good shenanigans to get into. You know? So, I guess speaking of that, I think um, what makes for a great segue into our upcoming episode yes. will be the dating that we talked about earlier mm-hmm. and the making and sustaining of friendships as adults. Yes. And how that translates from a male perspective as well as a female perspective. Yes. And if there are any differences. If there are any differences. I think that's really important um, to to talk about because in the first one, we talked about quality friends. And actually, if you see a lot of the comments that we got back, yeah. people are like, oh my gosh, that really made me take stock. Yeah. You know, and that was amazing because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you know, we really do want to... Um, be out here talking about relatable things right and it's just really great and a great testament of of the fact that you know we are all in this together we all have commonalities yeah. right so and let's we, and we want to enrich the lives of our listeners as exactly well. exactly so join us um in the meantime if you're really going to get into any self uh you know Care. self-care uh, things and shenanigans, please make sure they're healthy ones versus messy ones. Right. Right? Healthy, I'm talking about go out there, meet new people, um, and then just, you know, you could, there are so many ways to meet new people even right now. Mm-hmm. Well, Det and I recently did a Zoom thing 
We'll yes, talk about we did. that in upcoming episodes. We will talk about it. But, you know, there's Zoom happy hours that people are joining. Yeah. There, there are things out there that you can still be able to to get really avoid overindulgence or dangerous behavior you know the type i'm talking about i really don't want to get into that but do join us on the next episode on the next one of our series on living your best best life and definitely let us know what are you doing to make and sustain friendships Right. So leave a comment. And, and self-care, really. And self-care as yes, well. We self-care and how you can become your own best friend and how you're working on that. Yep. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you. Thanks, and guys. Talk to you in the next one.